You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market. And Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey, everybody. It's episode 99 of the Union 0430. It has taken us, by my math, it has taken us 96 episodes to make this happen. On episode number three, I put out a call for Pat Heinrichs from Canadian Waterfowl Supplies to come on this show. And he outright said, nope, not doing it. I don't like doing these things. And I'm a private person. Well, you know what? Once again, persistence has paid off, ladies and gentlemen, because we beat him down. And he finally just said, all right, I'll shut him up and I'll come on the show. So here he is. So please, before we get into this, I'm going to ask you, because I've never asked you to do this at the beginning of the show before, please like and subscribe, follow us, do all that stuff that you got to mash buttons on YouTube and Podbean and Spotify and whatever, because we want to see our numbers grow. And I know there's a ton of you out there watching because I get the analytics, but you're not following. So please follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. So as you can see, we don't have a full crew again tonight. Dave is handling some, uh, some stuff at home. Philly is on the streets of Toronto, taking care of the crime and putting his life in danger. I'm sure. Um, so he's not with us. So we got Ryan to, coming to us from Nova Scotia tonight. We got Merck coming to us from outside the nation's capital. And all the way from southwestern Ontario, in Scotland, Ontario, at that, Mr. Pat Hendricks from the one and only Canadian Waterfowl Supplies, the only place to buy your gear in Canada. Pat. Thank you so much for coming on the show, buddy. Oh, you're welcome. It's good to be here. You did a good job dragging the hermit out of the cave. <laughs> you, you, truly, you truly are Damien's white whale. <laughs> hey, no yes, joke, hey, Ryan. I should have oh, yeah. kept him going a little longer. <laughs> you should have you at least waited until he offered you some money. Mm. <laughs> well, that would have been a long time. That would have been a long time. You gotta have some, you gotta have some, but that I wonder are there people that that I've asked and and hasn't responded to me because I haven't offered them money? Yeah, really? Oh, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I know there was one guy I asked, and, and I don't really care. I'll talk about him on here. I'm like you, Pat, when you say you're an old man and you just don't care what you say. And if people get offended, they get offended. I, I'm sort of getting to that point too. So I'd ask this guy if he would come on the show. Um, huge following on Instagram, um, you know, and I had asked him and uh, he was like, oh, tell me a little bit more about the show. So I told him about the show and told him all about the boys and everything like this. And he says, how many, uh, how many views do you get? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, it, it's kind of hard because most people listen to the podcast voice watching it on on uh, on YouTube. And he was like, well, I guess I can come on, but I'm not promoting it. I'm like, well, I sort of kind of want you to promote the show. He was like, not worth my time. He was like, I get, I get 30,000 views of my videos uh, a day. I'm like, but your videos are 15 seconds long. And he was like, yeah, I'm not promoting it. I said, well, then that, that's that's fine, bud. Uh, Should have told him that that he offended you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe that would have worked. So Can we every take a minute? Yeah, yeah. Can we take a minute to recognize Ryan's Punisher Halo? Oh, that uh, I like it, eh? Like everybody is like we're we're getting stuff made like this and putting flags up. Ryan just Got to go above and beyond and put a 60-inch TV with the Punisher. 75. Oh, oh, sorry. God. Sorry. No, 60, 60 is so 2012. <laughs> oh. Now you're so, making me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's Dave. Um, so, oh, Ryan, he gone. We offended him. <laughs> no, you didn't. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Um, so anyway, so 
Pat, buddy, again, I can't thank you enough for for doing this, and 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 we've got a pretty big announce a pretty big announcement to make. We're going to make that later on in the show once once we get into some of these questions and and stuff that that we have. And I know the boys are going to chime in. The the beauty about this, Pat, is that um, we all know one another, and we've all hunted together, which is really cool because a lot of the guests that we, we have some guests that we know and we've hunted with. But with you, we've we've actually multiple times have hunted with you, hung out yeah. with you, drank beer, uh, the whole bit. So this is really cool to get you on on the show um, because when we've hunted before, which is one of the things I really liked about hunting with you, is that there was never really ever any talk of business. It was just, oh, just go out and hunt and and yeah. tell lies and and get silly and and the whole bit there was never talk of business there was never any of that stuff right it was always very candid and 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 a lot of fun so uh for this now to happen where you're on the show and and it's going to be fun i i, I promise you but it is going to be a lot of talk about business and especially canadian waterfowl supplies and 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 how you've grown to what we've said it a million times the only source of of waterfowl supplies dedicated waterfowl supplies in canada yeah and it's it's uh it, it it's funny when we look back because I, I was out in the shop there the other the other day and i and i mean we, we run things a little differently because we operate out of barns and we're on a farm property and everything mm -hmm. i walked in the shop and looked and i just went you know what we started with just this little room is that right? just some pallets of decoys set inside i think we started with about six suppliers and just a little bit from here, a little bit from there. And, and it was a late start for us. Okay. Um, initial conversations with some of the vendors, a lot of it didn't happen until January, February of that year. And we actually went live on online. I think it was August 20th of 2012. Wow. And, and with just a few pallets, you know, not organized very well, and now I turn around and, and look and then we got like 45 different suppliers right now. It's and just, and more than just the one burn. Yeah. Oh yeah. More than like every barn is full. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is impressive. So so the main so when you walk into the main one, like where you've got like where you've got the duck calls and stuff on the wall and 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 your shelf, that's the original. That's the first. That's the original. Yeah. Which actually, we used to actually use that as a as a butcher room, you know, for doing deer and stuff like that. Really, that's originally what it was. And we do we'd go goose hunting and bring the geese back and carve them all up inside there. And that's, I think there's still blood on the floor. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so so we established the fact that you know you started late or August twenty two. That is late. Like to go live yeah, in August, like. And me and, and I know you and I have chatted about this before and, and Mark and Ryan as well, but like most fellas have all of their supplies bought by August. I know for the, mo I know. For the most part. Right. So that was, it was, that was really late. Yeah. Th there was a lot of, there was a lot of discussions on forums, uh, you know, in groups, that type of thing. So, er so everybody knew we were going to do it. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was just a case where it was just, it was a late start to the year and we were just getting our feet wet, you know, just beginning on it anyways. So the first year is always, you know, a little bit of trial and error, trying to figure out what, you know, what we're doing, what we need to do better, what we, you know, have to do in the future. Yeah. And it's uh, our second year. I think we grew 300% in our second year. And that, that, that's what made my hair fall out <laughs> <laughs> and turn gray, whatever was left there. But it was, it was, it was pretty phenomenal growth right away. And we were really, really fortunate that we, with, you know, some of the forums were, you know, based around long point, we had a lot of support from local people. Yeah, really. We did the local, local duck and goose hunters. If, if we had it, they came here to buy it. And, and well, and, and to that point, Pat, like in your area, there was nowhere else, like everything had to be ordered in at that point. So if, oh, if yeah. you could, if you could drive down the road, walk in and put your hands on what you were looking to buy, it, it was a no brainer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we used to, uh, 
We used to go once a year down to the U.S. and basically buy all our supplies because really, really back then you couldn't, you couldn't get a hold of a lot of the products in Canada that you can now. Right. I mean, rig and right was pretty well unheard of. Yeah. Uh, most of the stuff at the big box stores was generally just, just one supplier. And, and that's still, and like you just brought up rig and right. Like that's still true to this day. Like, like I've contacted Righam Wright uh, looking for stuff. Like, remember, I, I even contacted you. I was looking for a blind bag, and you were like, yeah, I'm, I'm sold out. And I contacted Righam Wright looking for it, and they were like, talk to Canadian Waterfowl Supplies. I'm like, I did. They're out. They were like, we're not shipping to Canada. Because yeah. you're, you're it for them, right? Yeah. It, we're, we would be one of the biggest suppliers for them in Canada. Yeah. And, I mean, it fluctuates year to year depending on, on what they have coming out and what's new. Yeah, uh, with with a lot of with the with a lot of the original six that we started with, I mean, we've become pretty good sized dealer for them. Oh, I, I can imagine. So the, just to like to go back, because I know this was one of the questions that Mark had sent me. Um, like, what was the draw? Because you know, you you had you had a great job, uh, and then and then you just you know you started up your own business, which. For anybody that don't know, um, and if you're not watching and you didn't see how much hair Pat lost, like it's not an easy, it's not an easy thing to get into, especially um, waterfowl supplies in, in Canada where we don't have those, those large numbers, right? So what, what made you want to, to do it? There was, um, there was a hole in the market, really. That's what there was. If you, if you, there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, long-term hardcore waterfowlers in Canada mm-hmm. at the time, they couldn't get their stuff. And, and it was a straight case of buying from the U S you know, hindsight being hindsight being, uh, you know, 2020, instead of going down for the weekend, it probably would have been a lot cheaper for me actually to get it shipped because by the time I hauled my, my family down and paid for hotel rooms and meals for a weekend, that kind of thing. But it's the, but there was a big hole. And we said, okay, you know, if we start this, um, we worked on the business plan. We talked to a lot of the different vendors and we were, we were really fortunate that almost everybody just kind of jumped on and said, sure. Yeah, not a problem. You know, we'll supply you stuff. And that was even coming in late. So, so it, uh, it, it, we've been really fortunate all through the years to deal with a lot of suppliers that are, you know, family businesses as well. Mm-hmm. And we totally understand. And starting a business anywhere is a lot, of, a lot of people, you know, originally thought that, you know, I was retired yeah. and that this was something that mm-hmm. I was just doing on the side. Yeah. But I mean, I quit my job yeah. to do this full time. Mm-hmm. And and it's the same with anybody starting any kind of small businesses every year. Like me, you're throwing it all on the line, you know, sink or swim. That's what, yeah. that's what it is. And that's the nature of, of, of any kind of business. Yeah. Th- th- there's, there's risks. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it's just, it's mind blowing really, because when you, you know, I, I'm sure there's people on the outside that that looks and they goes oh well pat pat has this so obviously he's he's raking in a pile of money and he's filthy rich now and and all this right because people that people don't see the amount of hard work that goes into it the sleepless nights that the gambles and and the you know the uh the word i'm looking for is is sort of like the risks that you take every day because every day you're trying to figure, okay, if I bring this in at this price point, am I going to be able to sell it at a good price point that people are going to buy it? And then I can still turn around and make a few dollars. And, and people don't understand that there's not a whole lot of wiggle room from the manufacturer's price to what you're setting your price at, right? Like there's not a whole lot of room there for profit. Our, our, our biggest our biggest issue always seems to be the Canada US dollar exchange. Right. I, I mean, originally when we started up, it was it was par at the time. So we were selling a box of decoys for just a few dollars more than they were selling them for in the US, which was just you know boiling yeah. boiling down to shipping costs and some duty, and that and that was it. 
Yeah. Um, and we, we've always tried to, to stay, you know, very competitive. And sometimes we have pretty poor margins on products and sometimes we have better margins on other products, but, but, you know, when, when you, when you start up a business and, and I, and I've seen some, seen and talked to some people that think that it's all going to be rosy and mm-hmm. I got to pay myself $4,000 a month. And I, I never paid myself for five years. Yeah. Five years. Every, every dime that we made went back into the business. You know, and you have to have a very understanding wife to be able to get away with it. <laughs> yeah, but, but I bet. really fortunate. I mean, uh, everybody in our family has chipped in and helped, mm-hmm. uh, even though the grandkids are coming around and it's going to be a case where, you know, down the road, they'll, they'll be helping out a bit. Uh, right now, all they usually do is get in there and redecorate the shop with decoys all over the place. But uh but we're we're fortunate that way. You know, we had a lot of support right in the beginning. The family support was there. Um, banks, dealing with banks in the beginning, man, they will not give you a single dime either. So, so you're doing everything yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. really what it boils down to. But, well, I but you know, it, and it has been a journey. Um, we're ten years into it now, and yeah. it was really probably after five, six years before I could even, you know, sleep at night, I'd be worried about this, worried about that type of thing. Because you just never knew. Yeah. You just never knew. So all it takes is one bad year and you're done, right? Very true. Boys, um, I know I know you got stuff going too. So I, I do have a question for you. How does it work for you, Pat? Do do you approach companies for product or do they approach you? Or is it like a give and take thing? Is it always coming and going? Uh, back back when we originally started, in, initially we were approaching all the companies ourselves. Uh, we've been doing this a long time now, so we do have some companies that approach us now. But a lot of times, even even in w- with the business, I mean, Ryan will Ryan will be doing some research and just kind of come across something, or he'll be zipping around on Facebook or Instagram and see something and say hey we should take a look at this mm-hmm. you know so some of it comes some of it comes from tips from customers um some comes from us just plain doing the research on of it uh some comes from you know people calling us suppliers all the way through but we're, we're pretty we're, we're pretty finicky on what we sell um we're not we're never going to carry everything We'll never carry every single product from every single supplier because we, we have a hard, fast rule where if it's not good enough for us to use, then we aren't going to sell it. And, and you know what? It's a simple thing, but it, it, it works for us. So if we don't think it's going to be a good product, and I, we have had the situation where you know we thought it'd be a good idea, we bring it in, we really get to put our hands on it and look at it and say, gonna work for us you know send it back yeah so it's and and by sticking to that rule it's it's been good (laughs) yeah so damien was recording this and his internet is isn't the most reliable so we're going to carry on without him but uh like i was asking what do you think is the best like what was the biggest challenge over the last two years with, with COVID and all the lockdowns with Pat? Like, was it, cause we did kind of see an influx of people like wanting to go in the outdoors and do more things. And like, I, like, I know like if I walked a Canadian tire, there wasn't a mountain bike left on the shelf. Like everybody was just oh, outside yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. Did, did you guys see the same kind of thing in your, in your business or was it kind of status quo? We, we did. We did. Um, it was, it was almost a case a lot of times where if something showed up, it was almost immediately gone. Um, Obviously, there's still a lot of problems with the supply chain. Uh, that hasn't changed. Um, some of our suppliers, we got 60 to 70% of what we ordered. Um, other suppliers, we got almost nothing. So it really, it, our hands were really tight on it. So it was more or less a case, whatever comes in, then we can sell it. And that's, it's just going to be what it is. But online sales, and I think anybody in the outdoor industry, or anybody that sells online there was there was a definite shift i mean it's only been just recently in the last few months where it's 
click back over, we have more people coming back into the shop again, which is yeah. which is really nice because uh, we really missed that. Instead of instead of you know having a conversation with somebody, because we're I mean we're all duck and goose centers when we get in. Somebody comes into the shop and we don't care if they're spending two bucks or two hundred bucks. Uh, we can sit there and we can talk, and we can we can uh, you know talk about experiences, talk about things we've done, talk about setups, and you, you kind of miss that. But the but and we still have a lot of long distance customers that we do that with, but but the supply was the biggest issue, and and yeah. some product not showing up until very late in the year. But it's a case of I'm going to take it right now, so at least I know I have it for 2022. Mm. You know, in case in case there's still issues, so it's it was it, it was a challenge, but at the same time, at the same time, it did we did okay with it. I mean, it worked well for us. Um, we we do miss the did miss the customer interaction, but I mean, online sales were good. We we, we can't really complain about it. And that, I mean, that's your guys' bread and butter primarily anyways. And it's kind of ironic because I, I imagine a lot of the big box stores felt the squeeze a little bit more, say, than you did because online online sales is your primary go-to. And for them, it's, it's probably closer to like a 50-50 margin for them. Yeah, and, and when we first started, uh, I would say probably about 80% of our business was walk-in and, and 20% was internet. And in the last few years, that's, that's gone and shifted all the way over. So probably about 90, 90 to 95% is online and the balance is walk-ins. But, but every store, uh, well, every single place, and, and I'm sure your areas are all the same. Everybody is still struggling with the supply chain and the shipping yeah, yeah. costs and everything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I got to selfishly ask a quick question. Um, cause like, man, if I had so many, if I had that many decoys in, in a barn in my backyard, I would, be, <laughs> I would be, I would be just like frothing at the mouth to see how many I could set up in one setting, but I've guided enough snow goose hunts now that, that, that urge is gone. But I am curious to see like, how often do you guys actually, um, say take product, maybe like a new product this year and you guys actually field test it yourselves all the time. All the yeah. time. Uh, anything, anything generally that that's coming in and is new, uh, either we'll run it or somebody on the staff will run it, um, and and that really helps to kind of weed out because sometimes you'll get something you think oh you know that should work pretty good, but all of a sudden it turns out oh well if I toss this around in the boat because we're waterfowlers we're all hard on our gear you toss it around in, my, in the boat it's going to break. Well, then it's a problem. Yeah. You know, and we and we don't want to carry that. But just about everything that we have, um, we've we've used it. And a lot of times with the decoy spreads, I've got the I've got the strangest looking decoy spread out there because we'll have we'll have boxes in the shop and we open up a box. We got two two samples there. Well, the rest of the box is going into pat spread. <laughs> so i've got a pretty pretty good hodgepodge of everything you know a mixture yeah. of this a mixture of that uh i've got pretty well every silhouette decoy that we carry uh floater the floaters and such like that uh if it comes to a point where you know i have a favorite i use them for a year and then i always try something new yeah yeah that makes sense yeah uh pat your business it's uh it's obviously brought you places in the hunting world um, what are some of the cooler, less traveled places you had the fortune or misfortune of visiting? Uh, you know what? Actually, it's it's kind of the it's kind of the opposite way. It because we work during the season, it's not a case where we can you know get up and take off and and go to Saskatchewan for a week or something like that. Uh, somewhere down the road. Uh, I fully expect, you know, uh, to hopefully be working a little bit more part-time than full-time and then have a little bit more time for travel. Uh, we have been fortunate, you know, Ryan's been out hunting with some groups. I've been out hunting with some groups. Uh, but as far as traveling and really getting away from the business, uh, I mentioned that we had gone to Nova Scotia about three years ago before the COVID. That was the first vacation I had had, uh, I believe, since... 2014 
it's it's when the when the season hits here consumers have changed everybody everybody wants their stuff very quickly uh which is something that we always try to get you know get it shipped out the door within 24 hours so we're we're open for shipping five days a week uh, the whole shop and everything is open six days a week but some a lot of times when the season's on uh, or when we've got shipments coming in, it's seven days a week. So July, August, we can expect we'll be working every single day and we just don't have enough time to get away anymore. Okay. Uh, that, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a good thing as far as the business growing, but when I worked for somebody else, I used to hunt every day and now I don't because I work for me. Yeah. I, I hear that a lot of guys who are like, like when I say in the, in the industry, I mean, they're, that is their sole source of income. Like it yeah. is for you. And it, it becomes your hobby becomes your job, which on paper sounds amazing. Like I would love to, you know, but you don't get to hunt every day. Like it, no, it's, it's, no, it doesn't no, work that way. It, it doesn't work that way. No, if, if I can sneak out, you know, five, six times during the season on a Sunday or somebody or something like that, or if it's not bad sometimes around here because of where we are, if I want to take the dog for a walk in the morning, I just grab a shotgun in case, you know, we, we go walk a crack and bump a wood dog or something like that. But it's very, very hard to go away, to actually take time and leave and travel. Um, initially, when we, I think the second year we were open, uh, we did a little bit of touring down in the U.S. just to, you know, meet some of the suppliers instead of, instead of just talking on the phone all the time. But other than that, yeah, we'd, it's traveling, taking off to Saskatchewan, uh, you know, heading down to the States is just not really an option right now. And, and even in our off time, we, see, we, we started to bring in some of the turkey products, which has been done well for us in the springtime. And, and, and it's the same thing. We're not going to carry everything from everybody, but we don't really get that much time down. Uh, we spend a, a phenomenal amount of time on purchasing. That's really about a good month of the year to, to go through all the information, um, backtrack, dig it out, you know, try to make projections for the year. Uh, the website has constantly got to be updated. And right about this time of the year is the big one. Let's, you know, we've got, we've got these new products coming. We've got to get these built. We've got to try to figure out what the 2022 pricing is going to be on it and, and go from there. So it's, it's not, a very big case of downtime although i did get lucky today and i got to sneak out and go fishing this morning <laughs> but but all, but all in all yeah as, as far as getting much time off right now uh, we just don't get that much and i don't really see that changing in the in the foreseeable future yeah for sure um you're definitely like the premier waterfowl distribution in canada my opinion and i think a lot of people's opinion and probably if we actually looked at the numbers, I think it would support that too. But like, have you, have you hit every, have you delivered something to every province at this point? Like, I don't like, you think you, oh, had, you got them all? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've, we've shipped uh, all across Canada, every province, every territory. Uh, we've shipped to Europe. Uh, we've probably wow. shipped to about half of the U S states. Really? That's, that's interesting. Yes. Yes. It, it, and, and when it first started, I thought it was very unusual. But their seasons are different than ours. A lot of them, true, in southern yeah. areas, their seasons start later. Well, it turns out that you know there's all of a sudden there's none of this product available. Oh, I never thought of okay. that. That's a good point. But yeah. that guy who's sitting up in Canada has got a few boxes left. So, bang, away they go. So yeah, it's very surprising, and that's that's part of selling online though too. Is that you, you're you're not just that focused on one on one particular area uh it's all across canada if if i sit there and i look online to see you know who's on or not specifically who's but like what areas people are from that are on the website it's all over the world yeah it's it's pretty interesting sometimes yeah i never i never would have thought actually you'd be going it's kind of interesting you get stuff you pushing it back across the border but uh it's a good point like you know a lot of late a lot of seasons like the Arkansas and, and Texas, they don't start till November. They're not opening up and yeah. we're well within our, our prime up here in like Canada. So yeah, I never even thought about that. It's pretty, pretty interesting fact, actually. 
Yeah, so it's surprising, actually, the number of sales we'll get, you know, de December, January time for really going down to the U.S. So. You guys got anything new or exciting coming out this year? There's, there's some new products coming out on the market. A lot of it, we don't know 100% if it's going to show up or yet, show up yet. Because there was uh, there was a lot of newer products that were supposed to premiere last year, which didn't make it to the market because of obviously supply chain issues. Um, but as far as as far as the suppliers, you know, there'd be one or two new items from each of them. Uh, we're looking at a couple of more suppliers right now as well. Uh, we don't have those ironed out, but they're. It, that's that's something that hopefully we can clear up before the season but it's uh uh you know things like uh avian x has got a new a new power flight mallard right which is controlled by your controlled by your phone you know it, it's an app you can speed it up slow it down just using your phone um old guys old guys like me uh we don't really care about that too much but a lot of the younger kids nowadays you know and almost everybody is on their phones all the time um we've got we've got the drake the drake waiters coming in the ones that have the zippers that'll be a new product for us um lucky duck kennels dog kennels that's that's brand new for uh, us this yeah. year, right and those just arrived a few weeks ago um we didn't get everything that we wanted but at least we have the basic kennel units themselves um Sick has got Sick has got some new products coming out. We can't really announce them or say anything about them. They're they're pretty stringent on that. But there is some new stuff coming there. Uh, we're hoping that the clone, the clone specs and the clone Canada geese show up this year too. I use those out west. Those are those are great. Those are great yeah, eagles. yeah, and and you know what? There was a good demand for them, and the snows sold really well. The mallards yeah. sold really well. But everybody wants those. Everybody wants that Canada goose, and you know, to this date, we haven't been able to get them yet. So, um, lifetime decoys is probably and and you had the you had uh, you had them on your show. The lifetime decoys has probably been about the most innovative new new style of decoy in the last to come out in the last few years with a different keel. Yeah, uh, it reminds me a little bit years ago when you used to see the aquabat goose decoys, right? Where the water sucked in in the bottom, yeah, really they held them held them into place. Mm -hmm. uh, they've got the Canada geese are here now. the The diver decoys are going to be a big thing with them. Mm -hmm. The diver decoys are going to be something because you can, I mean, you can shoot them, drive over them with a truck. You can do whatever you want to those decoys, and they just they just keep on growing. So, yeah, we so there uh, are, there, there are some there, there is some new stuff coming in. There's a couple of new things I can't really talk about right now either. <laughs> but oh, yeah, uh, sure. but there's a lot of uh, there's some frying pans in the fire. So there is I mean, nothing that you can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to do this without Damon? Do we have an update on Damon? Oh, he's going to be so upset. <laughs> Uh, I don't care. I'm in, I'm in conversation with Damien through the through the Ethernet here, and uh, I'm oh, being your, internet, your, your internet works, Mark. Yeah, mine works. Yeah. Oh, so, mine too. Yeah. I'm being directed through my phone what to do. Oh. Anyway, what a micro <laughs> what a micromanager he is. Eh? <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Pat, if you want to talk about what that that new thing that has to do with uh, that you guys it's going to be exclusively through you guys if you want to talk yes. about it. yes so real geese is putting together the obviously the new there's a new 12 pack of shadow series that are coming out uh we've had a couple of the prototype runs for it come through um this 12 pack is really a very good instead of it being you know focused mainly on feeders or uprights it's a nice it's a nice mix for anybody looking to add something uh, just starting up or looking to, you know, to add to their original spread. Uh, it's a very good price. And obviously you guys are all excited because it's called the Punisher pack, mm. right? the Punisher pack. Uh, I, I think everything is, is pretty well ironed down on that. That's, that's going to be exclusive with us and real geese. 
and they should be arriving here sometime mid to late July anyways, at the latest. But we're, we're pretty excited about it. We, there's, there's so many people that are starting up and so many people that are shifting from the focus of full bodies to silhouettes that we think it's going to be, I mean, it's, it'll be a move around the market for sure. It will be. Yeah. We're, I know we're pretty excited when, when Damien told us it, it sounded pretty good. I mean, um, real geese have been absolutely amazing to us. Um, and now partner with you and, and, and your relationship with them down there, I think it, it's just pretty exciting for everybody uh, on us, on our side of the fence too. So um Really, really excited to actually get my hands on some of these and see what they look like and uh, see how well they do uh, online through through you. Yeah, and 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 like I mentioned, I think I think they're going to be a definite plus to anybody that's uh, looking to grow the spread or or anybody starting up. And the and the biggest thing uh, that we found in the last few years, and especially with silhouettes, um, guys are guys are not really in the situation where they want to have a bunch of full body decoys all the time. Uh, late season, they're obviously, they're nice to have in the, when you're doing the February goose hunt that you can just kind of drop them down and away you go. But the, but you can have a guy who lives in the city who drives a Toyota Corolla who can have 10 dozen decoys and a layout blind in the back of his car. So, so, you know, there's no need for the, there's no need anymore for the big trailer and it's been moving that way now probably probably for about four years yeah about yeah, about four years where we're where a full body decoy is just shifting away uh ducks were always a little bit behind but they seem to be catching on now and and we've noticed some growth in duck silhouette market in the last couple of years and and i mean real geese has also got the new Econo Mallards and Econo Blacks, which are going to be a pretty good price point too. So Real Geese is a good company to work with. And the nice part about dealing with them is, is I mean, they're manufactured in the U.S. They haven't been subject uh, nearly as much to the price increases that we're seeing from products made overseas. Uh, just out of curiosity, my own curiosity, uh, have you shifted mostly to sales and silhouettes now, or is it still like full bodies? We, uh, we still carry full bodies. Um, I would say, I would say the full body market has probably decreased by about 40% over the oh, yeah. last four years. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there is a big shift towards the silhouettes. There really is. Um, and a lot of it will boil down to shipping costs too. I mean, if, if you want to ship a, a big box of full body goose decoys, it's going to cost 50 bucks to get it there. Really, it is. It's, yeah, it's four or six or whatever comes in the box. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, whereas you can turn around and ship, ship a dozen silhouettes for $14. Really, you know, 14, 16, 17. And, and, the, and the Punisher packs, uh, when we looked at also at the packaging on them, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's got 12 decoys and the wire stakes. The box is not overly large, so we should be able to ship them all across all across Canada. You know, it's a little the packaging is different than what the the regular Shadow series are. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's a couple other factors as well as the fact that the quality. I mean, like with a real geese, like yeah. the quality is a lot better. It's not just like this soggy piece of cardboard anymore. And yeah. two is like a lot of people. I mean, you either whether you mix them with full bodies or into the right situation you can have a total spread of silhouettes and you you can kill geese over these things no problem oh yeah yeah we did uh when they first came up with the shadow series we ran we ran those decoys for the first year and didn't hunt with anything but nothing but it still got probably 10 dozen sitting in a, sitting in two bags over in that shop right there i was showing to a fellow the other day yeah well, I'm, I'm going to say right now, I've I've never appreciated Damian Pittman so much in my life as I do right now because me and Mark don't have to split host duties anymore. We can just give it back to Damian. <laughs> so, 
They did pretty good without you, Damien. Don't oh, worry. buddy, I have no doubt in my mind it was probably better with me gone because uh, <laughs> people don't have to listen to just my voice. So I don't know what's going on, but I'm blaming Elon Musk for it, and uh, we'll be having words. So, um, and I'm, and luckily enough, I guess for me and, and for the listeners, we're almost at the end of the show. So um, you got a good 20 minutes with not having to listen to me talk. So that, that <laughs> probably works out. That works out well for everybody, I think. Boy, that went fast. Well, yeah. So, yeah, I think we're about five, 10 minutes away from, from hitting that hour mark. And that's what I mean, right? Like you get on this show and, and sometimes people think, well, I don't really have much to say or I, I'm not. I'm not comfortable and I'm like, man, just come on because the 60 minutes blows by so oh, yeah, fast. Yeah, I know it does. And the same when I was talking with my wife, she goes, you'll stand out in the shop and talk for two hours about waterfowl. I'm pretty sure you can do an hour. <laughs> at, at, absolutely. And, and especially when, you know, when you've got a, you've got an outlook on, onto it that most of us don't see, right? We don't see, we don't see the side of, of the, um, you know, the dollars and cents and, and, and the logistical nightmare. Like I remember last year, Pat talking to you and you trying to get your supplies in on time before yeah. the season start, like that had like, you, you want to talk about sleepless nights, talk about yeah. having a yeah. business and, and not being able to have product on the shelf. And, and it, it's, it's no different than any other business in Canada right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody is suffering with the supply chain, uh, with the diesel fuel prices and the shortage of trucks and drivers and such now too. It's, it's shipping costs. Uh, bringing LTL out of the U.S. is absolutely horrid right now. You know, I remember, I remember uh, talking to Craig Mintz um, uh, last year. And I can remember him having, I don't, I don't know how many sea containers off the coast of California. Um, just sitting there waiting for someone to finally get aboard and inspect them. And he said, like, they inspected every sea container, like went through everything yeah. and, and the holdup. And, and it's got to be it's got to be frustrating for, like, say, your suppliers just as much as it is um, for you. Right. Like, oh, it is. And it's, it's not a case where, I mean, getting getting overly upset. There's no point of being upset with a supplier because it's not their fault. That's There's right. no point in this all boils back to, you know, the shortages, the lack of labor, um, um, you know, entire factories being shut down and, 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 and our reliance manufacture overseas, you're at the mercy of whatever's going on there. It's not a case where you have any control over it. And, and that was the one thing, like I, I was on the bandwagon, like personally, <clears throat> I was on the bandwagon where I said, this is going to kickstart North America's manufacturing sector again. I, I really, I, I thought, you know what? Canada is not going to put up with it, but for sure not the U.S. is not going to put up with this reliance on overseas anymore and, and kickstart the manufacturing again. Um, but it, it's so hard because now I, I think... I think most people would kickstart it, but you can't get anybody to work now, which, yeah. which seems to be, which seems to be the real issue, which is absolutely mind-boggling. But I know it is. It is to me too. I mean, we, we drove through Simcoe the other day, which is only about fifteen minutes away. I mean, every business has a help wanted sign. Uh, companies before where you used to be in a situation where you would start up, you would be on a contract where. You know, you work three months and your contract get renewed. That's all out the way. They will basically, if you can walk and chew gum, you you can get a job. <laughs> really, that's what it is. And, and 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 I mean, we're talking jobs at twenty six to thirty dollars an hour. This is not this is yeah. not little money. This is decent money. Yeah. So <laughs> if you have the will to work, you can you can basically write your ticket right now. Right. And, and I had a couple come in. They were from south of London and uh, they had sold their house and they had bought a house and some land up near Timmins and for a very good price compared to what the market is around here. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, do you, do you have a job up there? 
And she goes, no. She said, we've had some initial, you know, conversations with people and they just go, call us as soon as you get here. You can start the next day. <laughs> and that's, that, the, the, mar the labor suffering right now is, I think, really, like what you said, holding back what could be a big change where a lot of products could go back to being made in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Because it used to be a case where you could manufacture that product in China and ship it, and it was still, you know, 20% of what you would pay in the U.S. to do it. It's yeah. not like that anymore. No. No, it's not. And when I, you look at the cost of a sea container now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me, I know about those. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, painful. It's painful how much it's gone up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you get a chance to make that announcement while I was yes. away? You did? Yes, about the Punisher pack. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I am so excited about this. This has been something that's been that's been uh, cooking, and I've been chomping at the bit. Pat's even been like, listen, you can't. Don't, no, you can't, don't say nothing yet. You can't say nothing yet. And I'm like just fucking chomping at the bit here. To get you had to slap Phil's PP once. <laughs> yeah, I had to. So yeah, I sent, so we've, we've got a group chat between the five of us, right? And I had sent, uh, I had sent the picture that you had sent me, Pat, when you got the sample pack and you, and you put it out and you were like, uh, and whatever. So I just took that picture and I forwarded it off to the boys. I was like, check it out, boys. It's it's happening. Pat's got his sample pack. My fucking Phil goes and, and turns. No, that wasn't it. It was the video I'd done, wasn't it? It was That's whatever. Her. It was the video I had done where, where Craig Mintz from Real Geese was printing the box. But I yeah. cut out as much as, as much that I could that would give it away. But and then Phil went and reposted it and tagged real geese into it. That's what it was. Yeah. And then and anyways, I was like, Phil, no, this is no one's supposed to know about this. Oh, my bad. He was like, honestly, I and and I believe him when he says this. He was like, honestly, I don't even read half the shit. I just I just forward it off. And I was like, Yeah, I, I believe it, uh, because I, I've been guilty of doing it myself. So no, well, and when we're when we do that show in Grimsby that you guys yeah. are going to in uh, August too, we'll have a pile of them there for everybody. yeah. So that that was the big thing because now, um, and 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 I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but like Pat is going to be the only person in Canada that that you can order these through. So if you are hitting up that that outdoor festival in Grimsby in in August save yourself some shipping money and, and come to that festival, show up, do the DU dinner, and you can pick up everything from, from Pat right there and, and save, save yourself. Cause I, and I've been talking to those boys and they've been telling me that you've, uh, you've secured a, a fair amount of real estate on, on this. So well, we've got uh, with so many SKUs, I mean, we, we want to show some, hopefully, Fingers crossed, a lot of the new products show up too at the time. Yeah. So we can show that. And, you know, we wanted to feature feature real geese in the Punisher pack. And it takes it takes a lot of it takes a lot of space actually to, to spread all that out. Oh, I believe it. So we're I believe I remember on, we're figuring on, you know, a couple of trailers and stuff to go down just loaded with material for the day. So really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I remember when you done, remember when we done the Delta days up at Long Point at the at yes. Turkey Point? Like yes. you had a lot of gear that time, but you didn't, you had a, a, a fairly small footprint too. Like yeah. you didn't have a, a whole ton of room, but. Um, no, they, they were, they were nice to us and let us use the whole grass area out in front too. So, yeah. But I remember, I remember because we had a lot of boxes where there was, you know, one out or display thing or something that was, that, that yeah. was older and, and I mean people people just snapped them up we moved considering the size of that show we moved a lot of product that day so you did move a lot of product that day and it, and it was it was it was really good and something that I'm I'm hoping that this outdoor festival I hope everybody's as excited about it as as what I am because it's something and Pat I know you and I've talked about this in the past and, and I've talked about it with all the boys, but 
you know, the days of, of the waterfowl shows and the outdoor shows it seems to be going the way of the dodo. And especially where you can just go online and you can order everything now. Um, so, and, and these shows, people show up, you know, sometimes they just show up to see it because they'll just go order it online anyways, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but what you're missing out on with these shows and, and ordering it online is, is getting to touch it and, and, the, and to talk to the people that's using it. Do you know what I mean? Which, which means so much to me because I've been buying enough gear over the years to know I really need to touch it myself for yeah. me to know that if I'm going to be happy with it, right? Yeah, and I'm the same way too. And uh, Ryan says I'm a little old fashioned, but I want to put it in my hands. Yeah. You know, and the, and the first thing that we do when anything new comes in, it's like Christmas here. Let's like open some boxes, <laughs> let's have a look, pull them out, let's take a look at them, you know, yeah. see what we can do with them and that type of thing. And it's, uh, it's, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that are, that I think really feel the same way. Sometimes yeah. due to logistics, you know, their locations, they just really can't. That's but, right. Well, we do have a lot of people that travel from all over Ontario actually to come down here too. So. Yeah, that, no, and and I think I think it's going to be a fantastic event. Um, I don't want to steal anybody's thunder, and and I know uh, some of the some of the boots that are being set up. I think people are going to be pre pleasantly surprised yeah. when they show up here and they see just how well this is this is being organized and, and the and the type of vendors that's that's showing up it, it's going to be it's going to be a, a bang up time i'm assuming yes. you're going to go to the dinner as well eh, Pat? yes yes uh they have the dinner on, i think we're going to head down on the friday get try to get everything set up and then yeah. uh we're going to be there all day saturday uh, we it depends on it depends on generally we we find that we don't really have time to pack up right after a show so Right. We'll up on the Sunday, but we'll be there for the dinner. Awesome. I think we're sitting at the same table. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I, I had asked, I had asked him, I said, please make sure that our booth and pets are, are side mm -hmm. by side. I had asked for that, but I didn't even think about asking about the table, but that makes sense because the last time we were at a table, remember it was at the Delta dinner here in Kingston, Kingston. and, and we got uh, John Lockwood's young fellow, Wesley. Remember we got him. Remember, we all went in on on getting them that package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a good he's a good kid. That young fella, he's done well for himself too. Eh? He he is. He's a good kid with with some great parents. Yeah. Um, and and just instilled some some good values to him, right? Um, yeah, he's 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 a really good kid. That one, so very good. Um, I don't think I missed anything, Mark. Nope, we covered everything and then you carried on from there. We're doing okay. well. Um, so this was obviously the nights the two the night of the two moons of Andor have aligned because <laughs> we've lost because uh, we've lost Ryan now too. Um yep. so I don't know what's going on up in the stratosphere, but um we're gonna end it here before we start getting hit by lightning or something. So Pat buddy, this is probably the most unorganized episode that we've ever done. Um, so I thank you for your patience. I really oh, do. Um, it, it was fine. It was worked out well for me and, and hopefully you can have me back again. Oh, buddy. I, still, I still had some stuff I didn't talk about. <laughs> oh, did you want to talk about more stuff? Because you can. <laughs> you blast for the view. There was a, there so was, I, uh, I did, I did, coming up. so give me, give me a couple months and then have me back on again. Okay. That right. deal. Deal. So, and then, and then after a while you're going to be going, Pat keeps calling me to go on the show. <laughs> no, buddy. I love it. And, and it'd be August good. before the season starts would be a good time. It would yeah, be. Yeah. That would be, that would be a good time. Yeah. It, yeah, really. it, it would be. And anybody, anybody that's listening, um, especially our Canadian listeners, you know, if there's something that you want to ask Pat, um, fire us a message and, and we'll, we'll do it and we'll get it out to Pat and we'll answer it on the show. Um, because you know what, you guys are all working hard for your money and, and I'm sure you want to know, um, everything 
when it comes to what you need to buy and, and what you're going to buy for the upcoming season. And, and I get it. it yeah. And it, it's, it's going to be difficult this year too, because, uh, and we're seeing it everywhere. Like, obviously there's going to be some big price increases this year. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the goods that we're seeing are, are going to be okay. Uh, a lot of the clothing, that type of thing, there's not really so much of a price increase, but right. the, and the rigging and such is not too bad, but, but there are some pretty big price increases coming up in decoys. So really when you want, when you spend your money, you want to spend it wisely. That yeah, ab absolutely. And, but at the same time, and I can remember telling this story to you a bunch of years ago, Pat, when, when somebody had said, well, you know, you could save a few dollars if you just ship it to yourself in the States and, and go down and pay it. But I like to support a, a Canadian business and I yeah and, you know, and, and we and we find that with a lot of people too and and then a lot of people come right out and say that you know we'd rather support you than than support some big box store or support uh somebody out of the country, right? so, and that's and that's what it, and and I had actually even mentioned earlier if we did not have the support of the local waterfowlers when when we first started doing this we wouldn't be in business today Really, we didn't, and I mean they they pretty well carried us for the, that first couple of years That's in order amazing. to get us up and rolling a bit. And you know, we owe them a big thanks, and we we try hard to give back as much as we can with regards to it. Pat, uh, uh, because I follow a lot of the like the Canadian waterfowling pages, it, it's safe to say that you're shipping from BC to Newfoundland, eh? Oh yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and and we talked about that too. We were shipping. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we ship all across Canada. We've done every province. There, there are days, Damien, where every province is covered going out the door. So really, it's, uh, and we we have shipped some products to Europe, and we have really? shipped products to the U.S. as well too. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, that's that's did, the power Mark, of the internet. Did, did Mark tell you about the McGanzer decoys that? that's that's all the rage in newfoundland <laughs> so you can I've get so many i have had so, so can... many calls about merganser decoys yeah but lance holmes doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> it's not just lance <laughs> i know but in new like in newfoundland at, at mercer marine hey hey mark at mercer marine in newfoundland you can walk in there and you can buy them and they're all shrink wrapped and everything like it's fucking wild it's that coast <laughs> but yeah Coastal, is it? That's yeah, coastal? coastal. Yeah. 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 But, they got but there. I, 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 even if I still live there, I wouldn't hunt them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just blows my mind. It blows it my mind. Another one, another one since the, uh, the, since there was, you know, it's really a season open up was people have been asking for Cormorant decoys. Really? Yeah. 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 So, wow. but that's, uh, that's a case really like take an old goose decoy, paint it all black, throw it out there, yeah. you're done, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and do you really need the decoy cormorants? No, no, not with cormorants. No, no, just go to those islands, they shit all over and destroy. A absolutely. I've got, I had two uh, in the quarry behind me and I was ready to take care of them, but they they carried on. They were there for a couple days and Perfect. then they carried on, yeah. Uh, so I don't know why they, they carried on. Something must have spooked them off, but because there's fish there, there there's there's a food source for them there, but they never they never hung around. I don't know. Now that brings me to a point. I wonder would a hawk scare them off? Would a hawk scare off a cormorant? Would a hawk eat a cormorant? I don't know. Because I have hawks around and and there's no more cormorants around. So I don't know if the hawks would scare them off. Maybe. Well, better to have the hawks than the cormorants. Oh yeah, big time. Because I mean, those cormorants are such a toxic bird. Oh, so toxic. Not only are they well, not only will they decimate a fish stock, but they'll absolutely destroy any vegetation that's around. Yeah, and it's and, and the bird itself. I mean, if if you if you're out shooting them, and a lot of people don't realize this, never send your dog to retrieve that bird. Oh, you oh, really? Have, Oh yeah, your dog can be sick and even dead in three days. Yeah, that's those birds are extremely toxic. But Ooh, most I didn't, don't know I that. never knew that. And I didn't know it either until we had uh, a fellow come in and he was a biologist. 
And we were talking about cormorants and he goes, no, no. He said, he said, just, just the toxins. Cause obviously your dog picks it up. Yeah. You know, a lot of times they'll give it a squeeze. Sometimes they get a little bit of crap out of the butt. Your dog, it, it can be disastrous for your, for your, uh, Ooh, I, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. So never, never use a dog for retrieving a cormorant. Just get out in the boat, go get the net and bring them in. So the tip okay. for the day is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Congratulations if you're still listening to us three wing not stock. Um, that's your tip of the day right there. We're going to end it right there, boys, because I, I think we'll, we could keep going on with uh, useless information um, for the rest of the night. So, well, it's not really useless. It's good information, but um, we'll carry on. Corey Baker gives us grief for, for our uh, long episodes. So, uh, so we'll, we'll end her right there. He's not um, listening now. No, he's probably not listening now, though. He's got us tuned out. Um, <laughs> Pat, we'll come to you. Mark, anything last, any last uh, things for Pat? No, oh, good to see you again, Pat. Yeah, uh, you too. You too. Great, great conversation. Great info, man. Like, uh, you're, you're a wealth of information when it comes to the waterfowl world and the, and the, the retail business side of the waterfowl world and everything in between you and the, and the, and the, and the actual companies themselves. It was, it was great to pick your brain today and, and uh, really appreciated you coming on. And I know it's been a while and I, the first time we tried to get you on, I was excited because it said, yeah, that'll come on. Yeah. We were all like, yeah, he'll come on. Yeah. And we didn't say nothing. Did you say something about it, Damien? I think you said something about it. That you're gonna I did try on, and get on, on an episode. Yeah. I, I said, I, 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 right on the episode said, yeah, I'm going to ask, I'm going to get Pat to come on. Like I said, you did. It just took a little longer. Yeah, that's a, that's all good. It's like a fine wine. Yeah, yeah, that's but it right. Was definitely worth the wait. Oh yeah, yeah no, no. I'm, and, and you know what? This is the first. This is the first podcast I've ever done, and actually, it was nice sitting there talking with you guys. I enjoyed myself. I really yeah. did. So awesome. That that makes me happy. That 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 you had a good time. Um, yeah, and then maybe we can get together. Maybe we can get together, and you know, towards the end of August or whatever, and do another one. And and I'll have some of the products kind of sitting here, and I'll have a a little awesome. a little better handle on being able to you know do do some descriptions and such for you. That that'd be. Now, do you do you put our actual video online here too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. geez, good thing I wore clothes, eh? I told the wife. <laughs> Yeah, I could be naked if I want to. Nobody, nobody needs to see that. I'm telling you, nobody needs. To. No, absolutely. So, so what will happen, Pat, is that uh, on Sunday, um, Dave will sit down and Dave will do a bunch of editing, which he's really going to earn his goddamn money this week because I recorded it a bit and then Mark recorded it a bit and he's got to marry it all up to make sure that it, that it comes together. And I'm in a different location from when I started. So it's going to be, it's going to be funny, but um, so yeah, Dave will edit it. He'll upload it to YouTube for the video side. And then he uploads it for the, uh, the podcast. Cause we've got, we've got more people that listen to the podcast as a, as opposed to watching the video because most fellas are driving uh yeah. driving to work or driving wherever and they just they download it and they listen to it right yeah so yeah. Uh, that's that's what we found today actually we were driving around we we're listening to a few podcasts and everything yeah it's nice it, it, to break up a drive but it is it is especially if it's if it's topics that you're interested in right yeah, uh, sure. and, and and you know what you're starting to see you're starting to see more and more fellas feel that they've got uh, something that that needs to be said um and and it's great it's it's only good for the community the more people that are doing it the more people that's talking that's shedding some education that's that's providing some um one thing that we like to do is is provide some morals to people because we've got a ton of new hunters that were that probably didn't have um a father or or a somebody that that had the right way to hunt to, to pass it down to talk to them and teach them all about the morals and and to be a gentleman when it comes to certain things right so um we we like to take pride in in, in passing on some of that stuff so that you're not a douchebag out in the, out yeah the yeah and and i mean we've all run across the situations in the marshes and such where you come across somebody that 
doesn't have any kind of background and is that's right just learn things from their friends which who don't quite do it the we'll say gentlemanly way that's right that's right and and no fault to them they were just steered the wrong way right so we yeah. try to we try to do that so but i really appreciate it uh, any any last words to you pat no no um i'm like i said i'm looking forward to coming back in again um we do want to say a big thank you to you know all of our customers over the years um other friends and our family because uh we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for everybody there you know and 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 we've been very fortunate to have the support of a lot of waterfall hunters in canada and you know what it's it's put us where we are today fair very fair. I, and I just want to, I, I want to put out a point just because of a hat that I used to wear one time. Um, when it comes to um, donations and stuff, listen, it, support the businesses that support you. And, yeah. and I'll leave it at that um, yeah. because there doesn't need to be anything more said than that. Support the businesses that support you. Um, and I think that that's all that needs to be said. Ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 99. It's taken us almost <laughs> 96 episodes to get him on, but we finally got him on and it was a great show. And he's, and he said, he's going to come on again. So it's a yeah, win. I'll come win. on again. And it's a win-win for us. We hope to see you in August at the outdoor festival down in Grimsby. Come over, say hi to Pat and I, um, Mark, unfortunately, will not be there because he's moving to Nova Scotia, but he'll be there in, uh, in spirit. <laughs> Everybody, right. this is episode 99. We are as advertised. We're not experts. Bunch of friends that love hanging out, talking duck hunting, and talking to our friends. Big love. Surround yourself with good people. Until next time.